0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Royally Stupid. I'm Drew Absher.
1: And I'm Local Guy. How's everybody doing, man? Drew, how are you doing?
0: I'm alright, man. Yeah, it's been kind of a, like, a just a busy week. I had a couple of, like, uh, you know, uh... It's like in an action movie when the like the hero gets shot in the leg. You know, okay. that's what the last couple weeks have been like for me okay. emotionally and mentally. Where it's like, you know, the hero is gonna survive. You know that a shot to right. the leg isn't gonna hit an artery on John mm-hmm. Wick. Yeah, yeah. But I've been limping. I've been I've gotcha. been limping. I've watched. Uh, this is The Killer. Have you seen it on Netflix?
1: I, I have not. I you a movie guy? We didn't I, I am. About this, about I that. I intended to actually go see that in theaters. I'm oh, sure it it's really still showing games, in theaters. Yeah um but are I you mean, a David fincher fan? Uh yeah I'm 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 okay. Yeah generally I fan of his work. This yeah.
0: is you, for you and everyone at home. Just watch it on Netflix. Don't waste yeah. don't waste your money. Okay. It, it's a pretty it's a pretty big flunk in my opinion. But anyway, yeah there's a scene where uh Oh wait, you know what? I'm thinking of
1: the new Fargo season.
0: I'm getting I'm conflated. There's moments that were similar. The Fargo season is good so far. Oh yeah, but, um, yeah. Because I, li- I heard
1: the Because I heard that. Because I've never So I've never seen the Fargo TV show. Sure. I Know about the movie? I've never seen the movie. I should probably watch it. Um, yeah, the
0: movie's one of my top ten all time. I mean, time.
1: like, dude, Francis McDormand is she's yeah. a freaking powerhouse. But her, that's her star vehicle. But um, uh, I heard the first season of fargo was good then there was one that were like chris rock was the main protagonist right and i heard that one was so so
0: yeah uh, but they got screwed by covid production stuff gotcha. like they had to use a bunch of b-roll stuff supposedly that okay. they weren't planning on using so okay um yeah it, it i like the it, i mean fargo the movie is one of my favorites of all time okay so yeah gotcha. you should definitely yeah, watch i gotta queue that. that up because yeah, i will i will quote it from time to okay. time and i want you to be ready it's not <laughs> gotcha. about your damn word jerry um yeah uh the tv show's great too but there was anyway there was a part where like the the star of the 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 show got shot in the leg and he was like limping to a gas station Mm -hmm. and i was like that's how i felt the past two weeks where man i i emailed a college professor yesterday and was like i no longer am doing the thing that i needed your class for in my major so just a heads up the quality of work coming in will not be uh, re- uh, reflective of how I feel about you as a person, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was just basically like, "Yeah, you're not getting."
1: Well, at least she kept it real with him. You know? Yeah, that's that's important.
0: Yeah, yeah. Know? She she's like a it's a teaching class, so I'm not going to go into the credential program anymore. So it's mm-hmm. like it's not even like it's a history class, and I don't need it for my history. It's like it's so separate from what my yeah. degree is at this point that mm-hmm. like I'm just like I can't prioritize this over the classes I need to.
1: Totally understand. Been there before. Because I signed up for, uh, when I was in college, I definitely, there were a couple of times where I signed up for classes that I did not need. But I that was unbeknownst to me when I was, getting my my units in order you yeah. know and i always needed to get at least 12 units each semester because full time full-time financial aid right yes. so fafsa thank you for funding shout out department. shout out to the feds man check and
0: out everyone if you're seeing any of the furniture in this apartment you're like that looks nice shout out fafsa yeah
1: yeah man fafsa and then the state university grant S- system sleepy joe doling <laughs> out cash <laughs> to me dude <laughs> yeah uncle and, and uncle donnie covered us during yeah, the pandemic yeah, totally. so there you go you know yeah. shout out to the feds man um but also the state university grant system too, you yeah. know, because my si- I have a sister who we're only a year apart, so, uh, she was at Sac State the same time I was, and they they were nice enough to be like, oh, there's two of you here. Well, we're gonna have to really help you out then. And I'm definitely in the minority here, but you know, graduated college with minimal minimal to no debt. Nice, and I'm and I'm grateful for that all the time. Although I, you know, I went to Sac State, you know, in the 2000s when yeah. tuition was nothing. So right. So I came out in the green most of the time and just pocketed a lot of that money, and um, yeah, just don't have any student loans to pay off. And yeah, and I'm free to you know that's why that's why I, you know that's why I've just, I just I do a lot of unemployed type activities. You know, yeah, you really are tweeting. Living, you are just living walk, a perfect walking perfect around. Yeah, walking or, walking around downtown when I'm not clocked in at Arby's and just like <laughs> looking at shit. Like that's that's my typical day off. See, yeah.
0: I take out I've taken out a ton of student loans, but mm-hmm. it, I don't need them. I'm just balling. <laughs> okay. <of them. laughs> I just stunned on hoes. It's, yeah, it's just
1: it's just it's just a move to stun. Stunned on my ex hoes yeah, with yeah, it. Yeah,
0: there you go. Um, yeah, uh, how have you been, man? How's everything going?
1: You know what, man? Um, definitely busy as well. Thanksgiving week was just busy. Yeah, just just a lot of stuff going on. I saw both my grandmothers. That's always nice. They're both in their 80s. My uh, my dad's mom, so my Benoit. She just turned 88 the day before Thanksgiving. Um. Yeah, man, doing doing well, and and you know saw both of them on the same day. That's always nice. So you know, just ate a shit ton of food. You ever? Do you ever um, on Thanksgiving Day or on occasions where you know you're going to eat a lot? Do you ever like step on the scale before you do the eating, and then you step on it afterwards just to see exactly how much food you consumed?
0: No, I'm a strict no scale guy okay. for the most part. Okay, I check when I'm like, have I put on a ton of weight? Like when mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't been living a very healthy lifestyle. Sure, I will check. But yeah, I'm a pretty strict. I, I like how I feel. I like how I look, kind of guy. You okay. know what I mean.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm with you there. Are you as a well, scale in the But I am guy? a scale guy because I got a digital scale that connects to an app that gives me like all the all the stats. Right. Like, Damn dude, you that know, seems it's like, like a it's nightmare. like 2K. You yeah. Know, like in, inside <laughs> scoring. It tells you what kind of handling, player you are. Yeah, speed, quickness, court awareness.
0: Two two way two way scoring guard. <laughs> <garden. laughs> yeah. Two way slashing right. playmaker. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: but yeah, I, 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 stepped on that before I went and did all the eating that I did that day. And then I came home and I was like, Oh no. What, what was the number? If you oh dude. Changed? I, I basically ate like five, six pounds of food Jeez. that day. Yeah. So I, I, how- I knew the next day. So I was in the gym the next day on black Friday and I was like, yeah. well, we, we have, we have to be here.
0: We this was no the first year of my life that the amount of food I ate grossed me out. Hmm. Like, I don't know, I, I was saying this, people were getting mad at me, I'm 28, and this is like the first year where like, the idea of going and playing football <laughs> afterwards, like was not appealing, okay. even in the slightest, you know what I mean? Like So every- you, had,
1: you had family members that were, that were like, dude, wh- what's your problem? No, you not running?
0: this, but okay. I mean that like, every single year, I get nostalgic about playing football on gotcha. Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and this year I was like, oh my god, I could not imagine like, I'm so glad that I don't have like grown nieces and nephews right okay, now. Yeah. Cause I would, I would have, that was why my dad was all time QB, I suppose. Oh, okay. My dad must have been like, I'll be all time QB because there's no way in hell I'm fucking taking two steps faster than walking pace right, right now. Right. Right. So, yeah, maybe, maybe that was it. But yeah, this was, I ate like a disgusting amount of food. And people say like that's the point. And I'm not sure if that is the point.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't. Really, just the whole holiday, if we really want to get down to the nitty-gritty with it. You know, the origins are... It's not the best origin story. Sure. I mean, I'm just... I told a lot of people. I've told a lot of people over the years, like, you know, if I was there at the first Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. you know, I would have stepped in. I would have done something about it. Right. You know, because what happened to the Native Americans just does not sit right with it. Exactly. But unfortunately, you know, I was... Five, six centuries late. What are you going to do about it?
0: You were born in this time period to work at the Arby's. Yep,
1: to work at Arby's. God has a plan for everyone. God God has a plan for everybody. My plan is to do an insane amount of marketing for free for Arby's (laughs) online. And then also clock in for forty six hours per week. Yeah, at at, at the store. Um, what
0: if we found out that your free promotion of Arby's is the only way they're staying in business? Like that they're they're running off just the Arby's that you say you work at. Because I think that there's a good uh, like you probably your free marketing is probably thirty percent of their exposure at this point. Sixty percent of it was John Stewart always shitting on them, right? <laughs> And now they have like ten percent yeah, that goes yeah, into the guy. Who goes, he we have the meat. He doesn't
1: do the Daily Show anymore. No. So yeah, so that that's they can't get any of the marketing via his platform anymore. Exactly. I don't know if I found out that I was me alone. Yeah. I was keeping the lights on at those at those stores. Then I would just have to keep doing it, man. Yeah. I would do it. I would do it for the people out there who are just like me, who love Arby's. And, you know, not only do I keep the lights on there, but also in a, in, in turn, they pay me since I work there. So, you know, I gotta,
0: that is, that is, I mean, you are just like a, a company man through and through a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I told you about it. Oh, we should, we, uh, on Saturday we saw each other at the yes. Midtown sack uh, Kang, Kang Swap,
1: White Elephant Gift Exchange, shout out to the Midtown guys. Yeah, if
0: man. you weren't there and you, you maybe wanted to be or you couldn't make it for whatever reason, we are doing more of them eventually, we're mm-hmm. trying to figure out the logistics of it all, but, um, I saw you there, I was going to relay this story on the podcast, I thought it might be fun, is my family had to do Thanksgiving on Friday. Okay due to um, some custody stuff with my nephew, so we'd do it on Friday every other year. And uh, that meant we had to watch the Kings game like with every, uh, the whole extended family there, and my <laughs> uncle was fucking killing me, dude. Every single time someone moved, he was like, travel, I was like, would you shut the fuck up? <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Like, how annoying could you be? It's not even, like, right, wrong, or indifferent, it's being the guy who's watching basketball with a like large group of people mm-hmm. and thinking you're like somehow being. It's like watching a movie, being like, "That would never happen. That would never happen. <laughs> that would never happen." It's like even if it, even if you're right, could you allow everyone else to suspend disbelief? Yeah, you fucking party pooper. Just
1: for a few minutes, man. I'm
0: like, who cares? Like, uh, do you want to see the world's best ath- best athletes be held to? the same standards you hold a middle schooler yeah come on absolutely not
1: these guys are freaks too so yes to you it may look like a travel but to those referees in person watching it live i i that's why i don't i try not to shit on referees as much some of them definitely power tripping like egotistical you know a-holes i've never
0: noticed but sure oh okay yeah so oh you know know we
1: should be a pro referee pod too and i think and, I mean, given I,
0: that Minnesota game, how could you not be I know, certain seriously, man. that yeah. all the calls are going yeah, correctly?
1: Yeah. But it is a thankless job because yeah. when they do... Do a great job. We never, we never say, oh, they they, they called a great game. Right. It's just like no, they just did their jobs. And then of course, if they do one thing wrong, it's magnified. And you they're know,
0: like they, offensive linemen. Yeah, basically, essentially, exactly. yeah. It's
1: just like yeah, you, they did a great job run blocking and road grading the entire game. You get called for one hold. Oh, that guy sucks. Yeah,
0: you know? yeah, exactly,
1: I, I, totally. Yeah, that's a pretty fair analogy. Um,
0: the problem with referees too is that like, what you said is like they're freak athletes is yeah. an important thing to remember because like you know there's a much bigger discussion to be had about the referees union and i know scott foster kind of got pulled into the news over the past couple oh of weeks God. here um yeah. but uh why are why are they allowed to be like 80 years old i don't know like i it, it's no not idea. it's not even like a i'm very pro union mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. i appreciate the referees union and i actually do like Hate it as a fan that they keep the referees like away from the media. Yeah. But like as a person who understands what that would entail, I do like appreciate it. And so like I'm I'm pro un- referees union in that way. But it's insane to me. They don't force retirement. Like it's a job yeah. where you
1: need to be moving. It's on the same level as, you know, government. Yeah. Yeah. Why do we have octogenarians I agree. still in office, right? Yeah. It's kind of the same deal. Dick
0: Bavetta is Sleepy Dick, <laughs> Sleepy Dick Pavetta. <laughs> Do you remember
1: when he raced Charles Barkley yeah, at, at All Star Weekend that one time, and then he <laughs> kissed him on the lips after? Dude, I
0: thought that was a fever dream. I yeah, had. I, I didn't realize like, anyone. Dude, what would is it like? That. It's like
1: that and Kevin Hart going against Draymond Green in a three point shooting contest. Yeah, and he, I and he about won, that. but you know, you can't have Kevin Hart beating an NBA player in a three point shooting contest, and every that was that was a turning point for Draymond mm-hmm. Green. Ever since then, that guy has not looked at the basket outside of like eighteen feet. Wow, is it's that that's crazy. a
0: nice that's a nice Drew conspiracy theory. Dude, no, right
1: I, I I think I think the numbers will dole that out. That's they, they will they will they will tell you that since then like Draymond <laughs> has not been the same three point shooter and now you can just tell by the way he plays he just doesn't even look at the rim well
0: hold on we're a pro Draymond podcast let's not uh, let go that is true let's not but, go too far here you know I, I'm just you know he's I, an important piece of a championship dynasty I
1: like to be fair and balanced like my favorite news network right so you know if, if I'm I'm just trying to be objective here with Draymond Green like I I, I love the guy he's, he's not the offensive poorly.
0: threat he used to be. Yes, but he's still the the epicenter of their offense. Exactly, Draymond, we love you. Come
1: on the podcast. Yeah, he is. He is the hub of that of that offense. Yes, come on the pod, Draymond, uh, or have us on your podcast after the game on Tuesday. <laughs> let's
0: do. Let's do a like a crossover. <laughs> yeah, epic. yeah. Why not? <laughs> we'll we'll rent out Tom's watch party bar. Or yeah, whatever, whatever the hell um, it's called. I was gonna say another All Star Weekend fever dream moment was. Do you remember when they did the draft of All Star players? <laughs> do you remember that? And it was like. Steve Kerr was on the panel. It's like Barkley, Kenny, Steve Kerr. He they have like a, a ton of like analysts from mm. the time, and they're it's like an eight person draft, and they're drafting like all timers. Okay, and okay. It, but Charles Barkley got confused between drafting like an all time like they should have called it like the All NBA Draft, right? You know, right. but they called it the All Star Draft. So Charles Barkley with pick first in the first round takes Allen Iverson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the, it's one of my favorite TNT NBA moments. Everyone's like, wow,
1: <laughs> dude, that I can't speak highly enough of, uh, inside the NBA. I love and, it. And the NBA on. TNT. Yeah. They, they've always been to me, even from just a play by play from a play by play perspective before Marv Albert kind of just, you know, same same deal with him. He just got a little bit too old, mm-hmm. and he kind of just, you know. Now Kevin Harlan's their main guy. It's like, oh, this is this is great. Like they have a great group of play by play guys, um, decent analysts, but they've always been the superior product compared to ESPN. Yeah, um, it's it's really though the the studio crew that just sets them apart. They're like, the they, best. They're the absolute best. Yeah. And and you don't even care that these guys don't even really talk about the oh the Xs and Os. And, I would be mad you know, blah, if they blah, tried blah. to. Yeah, exactly, because these guys it's all dude, it's all about just the theatrics and yeah. just just the random BS that they'll get into. I remember as a kid like this is this is like the early 2000s. When 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 Charles first started working there, yeah, Kenny was already there, and then they actually had Magic Johnson on as one of the studio guys. Magic Johnson, Johnson was during
0: that. I think he's on that that draft as well. Oh, okay, yeah.
1: So then that that, that matches yeah. up. And I remember one time, just to troll Kenny, and mind you, this is like 2003 or something like 2004, just to troll Charles Barkley. They they held a party for people who had only won NBA titles on on the studio set. And it was magic, and it was Kenny, and Kenny took EJ as his plus one. <laughs> and they they made Charles stand outside of the party area, and they were just looking at him the entire time they were eating food and like throwing down drinks. And I'm yeah. just like, this is incredible. This is, I would love this to is produce, so-
0: <laughs> I want to produce that show so bad. It would be so fun That'd to tell so them fun. to feed Shaq lines. Yeah.
1: Just being Shaq's ears, hey, call him fat right now. Right now, call him fat. <laughs> call him fat right this second, Shaq. Yeah, or like, You know, give give one of them the beat on when to run to the screen because that's like one of their bits. Yeah, and and like we've seen people just absolutely eat shit trying to run. Yeah, I was watching
0: the other night, and Kenny put like a a step stool in front of Charles Barkley (laughs) to try to trip him. I'm like, Charles Barkley is at an age where if he falls, that might be the last thing he does. I know, man. You You can't can't be be trying to trip a a guy who's seven feet tall, dude.
1: (laughs) Unbelievable. Yeah, those guys are those guys are the best. Yeah, Um, but. Anyway, yeah, hey, you know, just just to bring this all, put a bow on this whole thing. Uh, Yeah, Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving was cool. Hope everybody else out there had a had a had a great Thanksgiving. Um, Again, you and I saw each other. Yes, uh, at the the, at the King's Swap. swap. You you did you did tie in the story about your uncle with Tom Brady as well because Tom Brady was talking about how you know there's no development and how the game these days is not the same. It's like Tom didn't didn't you just play last year? You know, like and and I guess and then Alex
0: Smith. Alex Smith Alex Smith came in and eviscerated him and yeah. just
1: eviscerated him and then also his colleague on the set with him at the time, yeah. Rex Ryan, because Rex Ryan coached in that same Jets, division that yeah. he was shitting on.
0: Yeah, he's totally uh, right. He's yeah, like but Tom, he's 100%, 100% Tom Brady right. just destroyed that division yeah. For, yeah. there was no quarterback there, there was not like a quarterback from that division that even stands out. Yeah. Flacco. I, uh, no, Flacco's
1: not even in the division. He's in. The, oh yeah, North. yeah, I'm sorry. I was it's thinking like, Ryan, like Ryan, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Might Sanchez, be like, Mark Sanchez. Yeah, so right, Sanchez for like three years. Yeah, Mark AFC Sanchez title was game. good.
0: But no one on the Dolphins. No one on. No, no one on the Titans. Right. Titans no, the Titans are, are in, Titans the, are they're, in they're the. They're in the, in the south, south. So yeah.
1: So it's the Bills, the Bills, the Dolphins, yep. and the Jets. Yeah, and yeah. those three teams gave Tom Brady Nothing. no resistance. Yeah, the Bills, that was the other team. For two decades. So
0: Yeah, yeah. So fuck Tom Brady and <laughs> and my uncle's a dumbass for citing him. <laughs> oh my god, dude. That
1: that is hilarious. Dude, it's so funny that, so that I have funny. like
0: a, like an uncle that fits that trope so yep. hard. Like he is like a total Republican sports fan. <laughs> And if you're like, wow, Drew, you're saying a lot about your uncle on the podcast, it's like the guy's never seen me do stand up comedy in like nine years. Yeah. So yeah. I don't really well, care. Yeah, so but, uh, yeah,
1: so so you wouldn't have any idea. But but yeah, I'll never listen what's to What's funny is, is I don't have any uncles that are like that. Yeah. Um, I mean most of my uncles are just immigrants anyways. And they're yeah. just like they're just there to have a good time, just drink and eat. Uh but I dude, I had I had a friend my age. Oh, okay. Boy. And like in our twenties, he became that guy. Oh. Uh, maybe not so much a Republican, but just like the it's the attitude, it's 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 not about his, it's not, not yeah, exactly. It's not about where you fall on the political spectrum, it's really just your attitude towards, yeah. What it
0: really boils down to is like, do you like, uh, if I show you a video of uh, jacked up
1: highlights from mm -hmm. ESPN, oh man, RIP jacked up,
0: yeah, do you get nostalgic or do you get fearful for your favorite players? (laughs) That's really the separator, is like, if I show you a guy being decapitated at the fifty yard line by a free safety. Does that make you happy or sad? Is <laughs> Dude, that's really what it comes down to. It's like it's like the same thing with the travel thing. It's like that is that what it's a slippery slope to like well if a guy comes into the paint like that, the teams I like, that guy gets sent to the third row. Right. It's like that attitude. You're like, yeah. shut up. Yeah,
1: it's like, dude, that I want just- to watch the
0: cool people do cool stuff. Yeah,
1: the game <laughs> The game wasn't in in the best place at that time. Yeah, you know we were watching teams grind out eighty three to eighty one right. victories. Yes. Like
0: and also it's like, are are you shocked that the six foot ten guy can body slam the six foot four guy? Yeah, it's like yeah. why is that entertaining? Yeah, for like you? like when
1: the Pistons did the whole Jordan Rules thing, and they were just body blocking that guy every single time he came into the lane, and he just couldn't get over the hump those three years couldn't get past those yeah. guys. It's like, well, yeah, Bill Lambier and you know, like John, S- Those guys are massive human beings. Like yeah. they're they're like Michael Jordan is six six. Yes, those skinny are, at the time. Yes, yeah, skinny. Right, Way less yeah, muscle. Yeah, he yeah, yeah, had to put on a ton of muscle to get to get past those guys finally. And it's just like, dude, yeah, that that's not shocking. That those yeah. guys are literally are literally just murdering guards and <laughs> yeah, wings when they come through the lane. It's not fun to watch. Yeah, man, and it's just not fun to watch. So yeah, it's no, like
0: I, it's it's fun to watch great defense when it's strategic. And yes. so like I'm not anti that like. Uh, you know, if my uncle was like, ah, oh, there's no like reason for guys to be playing defensively anymore. Fouls are too soft. I'd be like, okay, like I disagree, but like, but he's literally just like, why can't they be mean to each other anymore? <laughs> you know, it's the same guys who were like, who hate to see LeBron and KD smiling <laughs> yeah, together. Yeah, it's yeah. It's like these like, guys are near billionaires. Dude, what do, what would they be mad at each other for?
1: Literally. And it's just like, I don't know, man. Those guys it's a lose-lose situation for those guys because if they don't like one another. It's like, "Oh, you know, where's the mutual respect?" You know, you got to respect your competitors because that's also like an old school thing as well. Yeah. But then on, uh, yeah, but then the flip side of that is, "Oh, they're smiling and saying what's up to one another after the game." These guys These guys are, you know, these guys yeah. are fake tough guys. They don't care about basketball. You know, they need to hate each other. blah blah yeah. blah blah. blah. So blah. you had a friend that turned into that guy? Dude, I had a friend who turned into that guy at like 24. That's brutal. Cuz he, like, he like, played college football. Yep, that's it. That's it. And then like didn't didn't really get to where he wanted to get to with it. You know, that's it. And then just immediately is just like he's shitting on like college football players. He's shitting on NFL players, you know, and I'm just like, this is this is just not cool. I it it was just yeah, it it was kind of that negativity bled through to like all facets of his life. And then I I just I couldn't do it anymore. That's why you
0: can't can't. if you ever if you have someone in your life that's turning into that guy or is that guy. You have to put a foot on it because that is that is a permeating thought process. Dude, oh, yeah. me and my uncle a couple years ago got into it at Thanksgiving. Same uncle? Yeah, same. I only have one uncle. Okay, it's just him. That's why I mean, it's like I have one uncle, and he okay. is like the trope of an uncle. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, same thing. He said like the NFL, like it's bullshit that you that that there's all these calls mm-hmm. or these like things mm-hmm. that like pr- protect guys, and I was. Dude, it was just insane. And I'm telling him, I'm like, he's like, well, yeah, it's like, you know, they put these rules in and how are these guys supposed to stop? I'm like, what's well, the rules? <laughs> like, what do you mean? It's like saying, how is a guy supposed to stop doing offsides? It's like he's just supposed he's, to have more discipline yeah, than that. Literally like,
1: just has to control himself. Right. The yeah. fact
0: that there isn't a flag for you know, leading with your helmet on every single play implies the fact that it might be possible to mm-hmm. not do it. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, then they just sh- shouldn't do it. And his old thing was, he's telling me, I don't know the speed of the game. And I was like, neither do you. <laughs> you play high school football in the seventies. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, You don't know what you're talking. <laughs> like, what are you ta- Why are you getting on that's me? So- like, I'm like an idiot. Like you've never played professional football either. How would you know? <laughs> it's just so funny. It's like, the game has changed because of the rules and it's like so the rules are then preventing the game from being played oh. it's like no they're just changing anyway. yeah yeah no so it, yeah he's
1: that's hilarious that he would say that because <clears throat> and when i coached high school basketball there was one time where we got our we got our team um uh it's actually sac state it was nice enough to give our entire team tickets to go to a game and if you've been to the nest at Sac State, mm-hmm. you will know that it is, it is the shittiest facility in Division One. It's being replaced. I don't know if you heard about this, but they're no. putting a new entertainment center on campus next next fall. As soon as next fall, it's going to be where the well is right now, the Student Recreation Center. They're going to kind of, like, modify things, and they're going to finally have a real arena where they can actually have real sports sure. played there. But as of right now, they're playing this thing called The Nest. It's like a shoebox. It mm-hmm. uh, fits about 1,200 people. It's small. It's by far the smallest to, you know, Facility in Division One, and and when kids in high school are playing basketball, they have a certain perception about what college is like, what the pros are like, right? It's not until you actually see these guys up close when you start to realize, oh, these guys are fucking insane, right? Mind you, this is and this is not diminishing this level of basketball at all, but this is low Division One basketball, and at the time, Sac State was one of the worst teams in Division One. You know, yeah. they, they they've had a slow build up to where they are now where they're like a very you know serviceable low d1 program but at the time they were i mean they were coming off a two-win season that year yeah yeah. we were watching them play i think montana state and like if you watch big sky basketball every single point guard is like (laughs) 510 built like a bowling ball quick as shit and just just insane amounts of just dogging them like yeah, these guys just right. get after it right and like your centers are like six nine your your power forwards are like six six right. like these teams are built to win the big sky there's a certain style of play in that conference right even even given that fact watching my high school players watch these guys up close it was like a a light bulb moment for a lot of them they're like oh i i don't think i'm going to be playing division one basketball because when you were you able to watch these guys up close you're like oh this the game and this was back this was college basketball a decade ago a decade plus ago in a low division one conference they're watching these guys and they're just saying oh my god like what these guys do on a basketball court is insane and these and those same point guards that i was talking about they average like six points a game yeah right but
0: and never, never even maybe sniff the G League. You know what I mean? Maybe, like, yeah,
1: like maybe play overseas. Yeah, and like one uh, guy like, might end up yeah, in the NBA. Like either playing, you know, he's like maybe like a, a rotation guy on like a middle tier club, and in, in in like the highest tier of basketball over in a European country, or he's playing like second division basketball. Yeah, like I'm actually buddies with um, the guy who's the all time division one leading scorer at Sac State for men's basketball. Yeah, and right now he's playing over in um, I think he's playing over in Germany.
0: Probably having the time of his life.
1: Probably having the time of his life. Not diminishing play- he's, it he's at He's getting he's getting paid to play the game that he loves. It'd be awesome. And he's been playing professional basketball. It's every like since us in podcasting, literally Just doing what we love, getting literally paid getting out the wazoo,
0: millions of dollars
1: to do what we love.
0: Several hundreds of thousands of dollars. Even a minute. if
1: it was even if it was significantly less than that, at yeah. least we're getting paid for tens right?
0: of. I would take tens of thousands of dollars per minute to do
1: this, L- dude, and literally. be happy with yep. it. Yeah, and Absolutely. these guys. So these guys are luckily, the life. I'm being paid much more. It, yeah, thankfully, but. <laughs> These guys, like, it's just like watching high school players realize that in real time gives you an idea of how fast the game can be. That's just at the college level, right? You and I have been very lucky to see like NBA players up close, right? It's insane. It's insane. I can't even imagine what it would be like to stand on the sideline during a football game in the NFL just watch these guys do what they do yeah because those guys are not supposed like those linemen and those linebackers when you're that big you're there's no way you should be able to move like that yep but they do <laughs> it's just like yeah it's, it's insane these guys are absolute freaks but yeah I, I believe i'm on your uncle's side though i think he does know the speed of the game better yeah than you totally so.
0: well my uncle definitely could have been all pro if he had just played <laughs> much more football and tried much harder in his life <laughs> That's for sure. I don't doubt like, that. I don't doubt that at all. <laughs> There's no doubt that the six foot tall white guy would have been a guy in the NFL had, yeah. he, had he been able to to figure it out. But anyway, yeah, it's it's funny. Just the 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 sports conversations you have to have with people sometimes. No, are just, I was just looking at the
1: TV like while he's talking into my ear about it. I'm just like, you're insane, dude. This is crazy. Just to wrap up this conversation, have, did you see the clip of Jerry Stackhouse playing against highly highly um, ranked high school recruits and just absolutely just giving them hell no jerry stackhouse i haven't seen that jerry stackhouse I remember that clip of brian scalabrini oh uh, yeah ago. yeah we and we've talked about that like that yeah he he's and he's right he says yeah i remember he, he told those guys i'm closer to lebron than you are to me <laughs> yeah and it's 100 percent true yeah but jerry stackhouse head coach of vanderbilt basketball showed up to a camp or some sort of event where there were a whole bunch of four and five star recruits and he was just playing them one-on-one and he was just beating the shit out of them that's all awesome. you're just like wow yeah, i I think you got to be pretty good to be in the NBA because this guy who, pro, if he's not in the Hall of Fame, he probably will be one day. Yeah, um, it, the guy could absolutely fill it. If you know anything about Jerry Stackhouse, like guy bucket. was a bucket, right? And he was playing these kids one on one, like just pregame or like during one of their practices or whatever. Yeah, and he was busting their ass, dude. That's like, great. And then some guy, I I saw some NBA writer quote that video clip of him beating those kids one-on-one and he said yeah when i was in high school 59 year old oscar robertson so this is this is kings related because sure. Oscar robertson is probably the best player in king's history if Whoa, you're looking deer fox is alive dude come on that is true i gotta be fair come on and also francisco garcia spencer yes. Haas. No, yeah, I, yeah. he's certainly Quincy the most Doobie. accomplished.
0: I think it's I think it's a fruitless task to compare <laughs> right, Aros, generations yeah. of, of talent. But right. yeah, I, 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 I he is regarded at as least one of like the
1: best. with counting stats, right? Like the guys yes. like, he has every record. Um, this guy said that fifty nine year old Oscar Robertson, fresh off of like a surgery, and had a had a gut, showed up to his high school one day just to just just to just to get some run in, and was like automatic, and was just. Busting kids Like Like literally like 40 years younger Than him That like he was just Busting their ass And just like Literally just Beating the hot out of them That's awesome 59 year old Oscar Yeah Robinson. cause it's
0: It's probably You know it's like Once you get that good At something It probably becomes Like jujitsu Where it's just like Body placement Like yeah. that's all you need To do yep. to be able To dominate Is know exactly Where your body Should be Yep and if your shot is still there, you're gonna you're gonna get yourself open yep. every single time. And just
1: yeah, it's just like knowing how to use your yeah, yeah. like knowing how to use your body, positioning <clears throat> and all that stuff. And it's just like these kids have like no chance against 59 year old Oscar Robertson fresh off of like a heart surgery. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> the last thing I'll say is if you're one of those guys who is like, I could probably be in the NBA, go go get therapy, dude. Just- <laughs> You're just trying to say you didn't you didn't play enough sports in life to be satisfied. Yeah, um, just just accept. It. We've done thirty minutes and barely spoken about the Kings, which is great for me. I do not mind at all. But <laughs> we probably should. Um, we had a, a whole run of games last week. Uh, we we recorded before the Mavericks pod. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we we didn't we didn't talk about the Mavericks game. We didn't talk about uh, the two Pelicans games. Mm-hmm. And the the Wolves game. So well, the Pelicans
1: games, uh, kind of the same thing with the two Rockets games. I'm told that they may have been played.
0: Yes, right. We still, I haven't seen the footage of it yet. Um, maybe we should start there because the Mavericks game is, you know, yeah, it was a Mavericks while ago. Game.
1: But also, just you know, just I guess a quick recap of that would be they just it was just a clinical beatdown of the yep. team that Kings you know were great. the the Mavs, the, the, the Mavs were accused of playing a fairly soft schedule up until that point hadn't yeah. really played too many difficult teams. And the Kings went into Dallas and just yeah. beat the hell out of them in that second half. Yep. And, yeah.
0: and you know, to pat myself on the back here, I've been a Dallas naysayer. Okay. The royally stupid heads will know. Episode two, I called the Mavericks being a team I definitely don't think are going to be. Uh, if they're in the playoff conversation, they'll be in the play-in tournament. Undoubtedly. Mm, okay. I, I'm putting undoubtedly on that. And that was before I knew what Derek Lively was. And I think he's a spectacular talent. He's awesome. I he's still awesome. just don't think they
1: have enough. Um, yeah. They, I mean, they're on, a, I mean, as of right now, they're only a half game above the Kings. Um, they're 10 and six. And, you know, they were the second seed
0: like, yeah. a week ago. So. I just think, yeah, a team that's asking significant minutes out of like Derek Jones Jr. Yeah. It's like, I, I cannot
1: believe in that um, team. Yeah. And like uh, Dwight Powell and. Yeah. yeah. I like,
0: and uh, guys I like as players. Yeah. I, I think yeah, Dwight yeah. Powell like fills think, a nice yeah. role, but they I like Josh a,
1: Green as well. Yep. Yeah. They just need a
0: lot of these, a lot yeah, from these guys. Need, and do, I don't they think, do ask a lot. I don't like Tim Hardaway Jr. that much, but mm-hmm. it's the same thing where it's like you're, you're asking a fucking lot of yeah guys who are rotational players. They're not six man types, you know? Right, right. Um, Okay. So Monday against the Pelicans. What what do you see? The Kings score ninety
1: three. Is that mm. concerning for you? No, it's not concerning. Okay. Um. Obviously, you know, hindsight twenty twenty. We know we know what happened since, but I mean, they, looked t- they looked a little tired, man, and yeah. and it was a little unfortunate because when the, when you take care of see that's the thing about the NBA too is like no lead is safe. Yep. So I don't fault Mike Brown for not subbing out Fox and Sabonis and some of the main guys. Um. You're talking in the Mavericks win, uh, in the mat. Yeah. Against the Mavericks win, because obviously that would have saved some legs. They just looked tired on Monday Mm -hmm. night, man. They just looked exhausted. Um, I I'll never know what it's like to, to fly from one city to another, you know, and get there at 1am and then have shoot around the next morning. And then you got to play a game later that night. Like that's just like an insane concept to me that I never realized was that crazy until probably like a decade ago. So they look tired. They just look tired. Um, yeah, they just they, they they just didn't look right. Also, you know, injuries, that was you know, Keon Ellis had been in the rotation and had been playing minutes up until that Mavs game. He was getting floor time. Yep. Messed up his ankle and didn't play against the Pelicans on Monday night. Yeah. And without Keon Ellis in the lineup, that record is not great. Yeah. So that probably that probably was the main thing that I, I look to I would say when I try to you know when I try to rationalize like why did they lose that undoubtedly. game? Undoubtedly. It's yeah.
0: like are the Kings like the you know, kind of the the conversation of the season has been are the Kings a bad team without De'Aaron Fox? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say are the Kings even a basketball team without Keon Ellis? Yeah. That's like, a if, fair question to ask. Feels like they might not even be you know, it might just be, at that point, just like 14 guys all wearing the same clothes. Yes. Like, they don't even have a semblance of a, an ability. So no chemistry. No fact no, they, no, togetherness. The fact they have won a game without him is
1: mm-hmm. uh, nothing short of a miracle. Insane that yeah. they have. Um, pretty wild. So, yeah, th- yeah. I, I'll chalk that one up to, you know, See tired the, legs, no key on. The
0: Pelicans game, no no big deal Monday night. Mm-hmm. Wednesday night, I start to, my brain starts to run. here, <laughs> And it's less about the Kings and more about a couple other things. I mean, I guess it has something to do with the Kings, but I'm not making a bigger point about the Kings as a team. Just like we talked about after that Rockets game is the West is insane. Yes. And I do have an a bit of a, a theory working here, which is just like it's tough for sure, but are these the the NBA has built in these like two game series, we'll call them. And the Kings have lost both of the both games in both of the ones they've done this year Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where they've stayed in a city overnight Mm -hmm. and both times got blown out in game one. Yeah. I I can't draw a pattern from such a small sample size, but there is something to, I think in basketball getting the fuck out of town. Yes. Like in basketball, you are so lucky to be able to escape from bad losses Mm -hmm. in baseball. You really develop a reflex to turn a new leaf. And in football, you know that regardless of win or loss, you have an entire week back at home yeah. to to get over it or anything. So right. you know the the effects of it are not felt as much. But going from a nice win in Dallas to a blowout the next night in New Orleans felt uh you know, you could if you were gonna put stake into one, you gotta put stake into both. And mm-hmm. I didn't really put much stake into the Dallas game to be honest yeah, yeah, with yeah. you. I thought that's what the Kings should do to mm-hmm. the Mavericks. Yep. <clears throat> I agree. The thing that's a little bit concerning to me is the Rockets and the Pelicans are two teams that the Kings should be beating yes. at least once in those games. Mm-hmm. So I'm just wondering if maybe the NBA should reevaluate this this protocol that was a COVID protocol. Yeah, it was a COVID thing does, that's kind of
1: just stuck around.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I think it's stuck around partially because the players probably enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, I do think it, it removes something from the. If I'm a Rockets player and I go and I smash the fuck out of the Kings and I ha- I know I get to play them two games later. I'm excited. Yeah. Same with the Pelicans. Now, the other thing Kingside that is concerning to me about both of those games or both of those teams, I suppose, is it's really a seems to be about length on defensive wings. Yeah. That seems to be the physicality physicality and the amount of space that the those teams can take up with just sticking their arms out seems to be a problem for the like Herb Jones by himself was absolutely Trey Murphy, yeah. Trey Murphy just had some plays where it's just like, oh, he just locked down simply by clogging passing lanes. But yeah, you're right. Herb Jones is, is is a guy. Even Brandon Ingram, who's not like a great defender, but has just like long enough limbs. And I think that's Dyson Daniels, Dyson Daniels, Dyson Daniels, extremely Daniels has into even isn't Nikhil um, Alexander Walker still there? Oh uh, no, he's he's in uh, Minnesota. That's right. That's yeah, why yeah, I saw him. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah Naji Najee Marshall. They have, Najee, they have they have guys. And very then, like, very long. Jose guys.
1: Alvarado made his season debut in the um in the in the first of yep. of that of that two game series. And uh, I, I'm, I'm a fan of his just because of his story, obviously. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so cool that, you know, and, I, and that's the trajectory that I hope that Keon follows, obviously, because Alvarado was a two-way guy that ended up getting a standard. I, I hope that's the same thing yes. that Keon gets, but and probably for the same reasons it would be, you know, just his defense and just like the, the tenacity that the guy shows out there. Definitely. I mean, you could just tell the he's a fan favorite. He he walked onto the court, came off the bench that first game. That place gave him a standing ovation. And yeah. Usually that arena's dead ass quiet. Yeah,
0: they were louder for him on yeah. stuff than like Brandon Ingram. Yeah. Or, Zion. or like
1: Zion Williamson yeah. bullying somebody and just like going right through them. They were way more excited about Jose Alvarado. So it kind of shows you how how much he means to like that team and that fan base. But, um, yeah, they have guys. They just have guys that are just. They're they pit bulls, man. Yep. Like they, they exactly. just they get after it, and they don't make it easy for you, and they take you out of what you want to do. Yeah, and it it results in what it resulted in in yeah. those first really six and a half quarters that we saw in New Orleans. It, w- it really wasn't until late in the third quarter of the second game was when the, the Kings finally He's started realizing, really, yeah. oh, we should probably start trying to actually run our stuff, and that's when good stuff started and, happening and
0: get them. some buckets because yeah. yeah,
1: they were, they were just cold as shit.
0: Not on some not on some Uncle Dave shit, but like. I do think that the Kings have more of a, like a fancy game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? A yeah, lot, yeah. A lot yeah, more yeah. finesse. And so a little concerning when you see them bump up against these tougher physical teams. Right. Again, not not on some uncle stuff where I'm like... <laughs> They need to they we need some more dogs. We need we, a yeah, guys.
1: And, and we need we need more post touches. Baba
0: saw body slams.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more post touches. Whatever happened to the post up game. Yeah, yeah, Seriously. Whatever happened to the back to the basket. They
0: need game, a guy man. like Tim Duncan. Nobody 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 knows how to throw an entry pass That's to the post it, these dude. days anymore. That man. is exactly it. No one knows how to enter the post anymore. Um, yeah. But I do think that the Kings maybe could benefit from not necessarily more physicality, but just offensively they don't have like a – a game if the shot's not falling. And that's kind of what I saw. Yeah. And like you said, the first six quarters of Pelicans basketball also saw the Pelicans vision. I don't know if it's sustainable, but it's like, you can see like if Zion and BI can score the ball, this team does make some sense. Yep. Again, I don't know if it's sustainable. I'm not sure how much they believe in Brandon right. Ingram, or how they're much... also
1: missing CJ McCollum.
0: Yeah, and does CJ McCollum, McCollum kind of shakes it up a little bit? I actually kind of like them without McCollum. Right, I think, that,
1: I think a lot of fans feel that way too. Yeah, yeah, I think that Bi and Zion should just be complete right. And focal and points. the emergence. So what McCollum being out has afforded them is to see Jordan Hawkins in mm-hmm. in, in extended minutes. I, I was a huge Rookie, fan of Jordan. Right? Yes, huge fan of Jordan Hawkins at UConn. You, you, you could see it at UConn. Like, this guy is – he's not Ray Allen, but, like, he's, like, a player in that mold where it's just, like, just a movement-shooting maestro. Yeah. And what I didn't give him credit for was his ability to make stuff happen with the ball in his hands. <clears throat> yeah. Because if you can shoot the ball like that and you can initiate offense and, like, run a little bit of point, be yep. at least a combo guard, it's like a cheat code for an offense. And him being out there alone, just him, opens up so much for that team – that that kid can just shoot the ball. So yeah, if, yeah, they made, if, if they he stays look, in there they look solid. Yeah, if he stays in there as opposed to CJ when CJ CJ gets back or if he still keeps, you know, most of his minutes, I, I like that a little bit better for them. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think that if I'm if I'm the <clears throat> if I'm the front office, I'm going like the two things the Rockets games have taught me is we're going to be challenged by length mm-hmm. and I don't really know what to do about that if the shot's not falling and also we're kind of getting
1: screwed by the schedule here. I'm happy the Kings yeah, have played oh, the dude, least dude, amount of games. Dude, five home games thus far? Yeah. Ten brutal, on the road. Brutal. But if you look at the December schedule, they're home for 10 of 12.
0: And against some lighter opponents.
1: Yes. And I believe in there will be, obviously, if they make it to Vegas, which I'm sure we're going to talk, yeah, which talk about def- here in a second. Which they definitely will. Um they will have games there but you're not going very far away from the state of california yep. and i believe the two road games are like at the clippers and at the blazers i believe is the two road games in december so they're not they're not going very far it's just it's, yeah. it's not a it's not a very travel heavy schedule in december
0: yep which is solid so the games <clears throat> the games even this coming week we're back from the road trip mm-hmm. so tomorrow night we're recording this on monday so tuesday warriors wednesday clippers saturday nuggets, nuggets all yeah. at home nice nice tough schedule but some home cooking will do the kings some good i'm mm-hmm, sure mm-hmm. um yeah let's talk about that in-season tournament game against the wolves on my family's thanksgiving <laughs> tons of travels i think we can both talk about yes that. a whole bunch Every that just time. they don't call yes
1: unbelievable
0: it's like it's like they want both teams to win and lose at i the know same man time they're screwing over everyone by not calling. And
1: them. you know who the real losers are? Us, the, the kids And the kids. And, and uh, the but kids. especially the kids. the kids. This is what's wrong. You know, people complain about AAU basketball all the time. This is what they're talking about. They yeah. get to the league, they don't even establish a pivot foot. Right. What's going on?
0: It's certainly not an it's more of an issue the kids don't know how to to throw entry passes and establish their pivot foot. Not that we're sending like 13-year-olds to for-profit private schools that are benefiting <laughs> <laughs> and then forcing them to go to college. Yes. <laughs> with no pay. Mm-hmm. Those are not issues at all for the kids. The no, problem no, no, with the no, kids no. are Draymond Green and, I mean, not Draymond Green. Draymond Green is not the problem. He's uh, never the problem. Uh, 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 He's uh, a solution, always. Uh, Rashid Wallace is the problem. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, so the, the Minnesota game, Kings looked great. Are the Kings the greatest in season tournament team
1: of all time? As of right now, no. Because no. the Lakers are four and zero with a plus seventy four point differential. Yes. That's true. They're far and away the best in season tournament team I've ever seen. Yeah, that so team took it up another level. They said, "Wait, we get fifty thousand dollars per player guaranteed if we just make it to Vegas." Wait, it's it's oh. five hundred thousand. So it's fifty thousand if you get to the quarterfinals. Oh, that's right. And yeah. if you get to the semifinals, it's a hundred k. Right. If you get to the finals, it's two hundred fifty for the second place team, and then obviously five hundred k for the winner. So that's wait, awesome. Fifty racks just to get to Vegas. Yeah. To go to Vegas, to
0: go to to go hang out in Vegas.
1: Yeah, sign me up. So obviously the Lakers took that very seriously. Plus seventy four differential is that's backers. insane. It's that's like batshit crazy. Like they really turned it up for those games. It was kind of unbelievable. And they're not
0: like it's Phoenix, uh, but that's bullshit, dude. Right? Yeah, Mem- yeah they're not Memphis, at full Portland,
1: Utah, Utah. Yeah.
0: I mean Memphis, Portland and Utah in your com- in your That is group. that is true. That they they got a, they, they got, got a good three draw. of the weaker Western Conference teams. Yeah, they,
1: they, those teams were deemed as weird before the season. Now yeah. now we know they're just kind of bad.
0: Kings got OKC, Spurs, Minnesota, That's and not then an Golden State. Not an easy group. Not an easy group. Yeah. So brutal. the
1: Minnesota game to you on Friday was that the best win of
0: the year? Mm. Yeah, probably. I, I'd, I don't know. It's it's tough to say this early on. I think it certainly felt like the most indicative win mm-hmm. of the season. Like, I felt like that was my best look at what this Kings team is. Okay. Which is a team that really, really succeeds when everybody is contributing. And I think that that is my big takeaway. Like, there was a, there was a Malik Monk three-pointer. It was his first of the game that literally felt like I had my first beer of the day. You know what I mean? Where it's like, you know that first sip of a beer after a long day, and you're like, Ah yeah, that's exactly what that was supposed to feel like. And Malik Monk taking like deep threes at the top of the key when he first checks into the game is exactly what that feeling is like for me. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that that like the Kings, Trey Lyles back full swing. Dude, Trey
1: Lyles was great in that second New Orleans game, even. Yeah. Like yes. th- thank God that guy is back.
0: Yeah. Yeah th- this was just the game where it felt like all of the pieces came together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're obviously still hoping for more from Herder. Sure. Who I think what he accorded 24 minutes. Malik Monk 29. But you know like Davion, 5 points in 9 minutes. 2 of 2 from the field, 1 of 1 from 3. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. It's like the Kings just need Performances like that from eleven guys a night, and they are going to be a solid, solid team, mm-hmm. and that's what that Minnesota game felt like to me.
1: Yeah, just, just, just in case you guys didn't know, Minnesota up to that point did not have a home loss. Yeah, they were, they still are the first seed in the Western Conference. They're twelve and four us at this moment. Yeah, and they had the league's best defense. Yep. And the Kings went in there, put one hundred twenty four. Said no, them. you don't. And said no, you guys are fraudulent you guys haven't proven anything you guys haven't played anybody until you guys yeah. played us and yeah man I, that just just a clinical yeah dismantling of 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 the Timberwolves as, particularly in the second half they they did have a 22 point lead at one point mm-hmm. that was that was uh capped off by that that awesome Malik dunk in transition uh, in transition off that pass from Fox and you know Minnesota, good team, did what a good team does. They came, they stuck around, they got stops, they strung some stops together, closed the gap. But in the second half, I mean, the Kings just they 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 were fired, just firing on all cylinders. And you know, shout out to Kings Film Room again. He's going to hear this late because uh, Fresno has fifty six k dial up sure. internet. But.
0: Maybe he can go to the Fresno State library and get it on tape. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe it'll yeah. be there in time.
1: Yeah, it'll be it, I don't know. Usually the turnaround time on that is like 2 weeks, so <laughs> he might have to wait an extra week, but you know, he, he did a great breakdown about uh the horns play that they ran. Mhm. Which is just, you know, a double ball screen up yeah. top. Uh the point guard chooses a side to go to um and it 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 was a play that, you know, Mike Brown talked about it after the game. Yep. They ran, you know, by 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 KFR's count 17 times in the second half. And they just spammed that play because the Timberwolves had absolutely no answer for it. And that that really was the coaching adjustment that, that really kind of broke that game wide open for the Kings totally. in the second half. So. Yeah, totally.
0: And, you know, I, maybe that game even looks better for the Kings if Keegan Murray is playing. Yeah. Because they were really exposing. They were exposing Cat. Yeah, they were exposing. Kat they, the yeah, they were exposing yeah. I mean, Cat and reed I thought, both sure. had, had yeah. struggles on the, the perimeter. On defense, yeah, I think that like seeing them with even, I mean, they were without their best wing scoring option, the Kings. Yes, there. and HB
1: and, yes. looked great attacking off of those horn sets. Yeah, because they were forcing, you know, these guys even go you yeah. know because he's not comfortable And, and there the, in the Timberwolves
0: without too. McDaniel's. By the way, like, is, yeah, it's true. So they're missing that's a, a huge, a key huge piece loss. On Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because
1: yeah. so because if he's because if he's out there and you're running him next to Gobert or running like him and Nas Reed out there together, exactly. you know, in,
0: you can, it's and a it's, lot easier. It's HB easier was exposing cap. <laughs> it was, it was insane. Like it
1: was probably you know, outside of the first game of the season, probably his best game since then. Yeah. And HB was really, really aggressive and decisive attacking off of those, attacking off those closeouts. Whenever Fox would dribble, penetrate off of that horn set. Yep. But if you plug in Keegan there instead of HB, you're like, Oh my God, like it's like, you know, Keegan had been playing pretty well up to that point too. So Probably would have be able to knock down some shots, probably wouldn't be able to get to the rack. Like it would have been nice to see, but you know, Keegan out with a back injury. Um, that's one thing we haven't even mentioned at all in this podcast is the fact that the Kings have been very injured. Yeah. <laughs> right. They got hurt pretty bad. Um but have stayed afloat in spite of that. And you gotta give a shout out to the coaching staff for just like that's what good coaching staffs yep. do, is they will adapt and then they will say, All right, well, until you guys prove you can stop it, we're gonna keep running it. And they ran that play a ton in the second half and it made Fox Sabonis, Barnes, they all look great playing out of that set.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Fo- I mean, Fox is literally injecting himself into the MVP discussion.
1: Right, right. Now now early on in the season, I'm told you're not too big a fan of that discussion this early on in the season.
0: Yeah, I mean I think it's valuable in the sense that we were trying to do like an hour podcast every week. Like I see the value in it. I was more uh I was hearing someone talk about coach of the year candidates and I was like, <laughs> What are you talking about? How does that even make sense? Like isn't it been pretty chalk up to this point in the season? I mean, is yeah, that like basically Mark Dagnalt? I guess it's probably Finch. Yeah, it's 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 it'll, probably Chris Finch right now. Right? It'll like,
1: it'll be either Finch or Dagnall. I. But like, it's who probably cares? Be one of those two guys. But also, who gives a shit? Yeah,
0: yet? the Timberwolves. Like we just saw on Friday, like they have a, a formula <laughs> that can be as I again, I know Jade McDaniel is a big part of this, but Car Anthony Towns looked bad, bad, bad on on defense, mm-hmm. and that was exactly what everyone was afraid of with this. Yeah this formation they have out there be yeah, yeah. with these two bigs Behemoths. who are polar opposites of each other but somehow still don't complement each other yeah it's
1: it, it is odd it is yeah. like
0: really really bizarre I, and it's looked better this year but anyway my point was is like debating that shit is interesting but i just mean fox turned out another performance where you're like okay maybe oh, this is less yeah. maybe this is less you know abnormal you know maybe he's not going to be a 20 Three a night guy anymore?
1: You know, right? He's a twenty nine a night guy. Yeah, you know? like, he is normal. That's what he's trending towards. He has normalized performances like that, where he just takes over. Yeah, and we don't even we don't even really bat an eye anymore. We're just like, oh, okay. Same thing with Domas. Domas. Oh, he, well, he had 23, 13, and eight. Oh, okay. Another Yeah. Guy at the office. Oh
0: man, Sabonis only had fifteen points on his triple double. <laughs> what a bummer!
1: Wow, that yeah. guy lost the Halliburton trade. Man, can't believe we, we traded did, away. We there. definitely did lose that Haliburton. We gave him up for nothing, man.
0: Yeah, we got nothing in return. We man. got nothing in return. Yeah,
1: and then and then everybody was telling us that Domas is in a contract year too. Like, why would you why would you trade? Tyrese Halliburton who you had 7 years of team control with for Domos who's going to leave that summer.
0: Yeah, it's exactly it's exactly. I mean, it was such a waste of a trade. We definitely didn't get any unbelievable.
1: But yeah, a hey, great win in Minnesota. Just fantastic win. We saw it all. Yeah. Coaching um your best player shining and then your role players doing what they needed <clears throat> to do in order to get that win out of the way and and it and it and in the end it ended up with the Kings 3 and 0 as of this moment in group play yeah. for the in-season tournament, plus 29 point differential. A handful of scenarios can happen, um, but regardless, Tuesday against the Warriors—that's for all the marbles.
0: Totally, yeah, and the, and we'll find out on yeah, we'll find out on Tuesday what it's all worth. Really, um,
1: it's worth 500k.
0: Yeah, <laughs> well, I mean, do these do these wins amount to anything, or are they just nice, chi- you know, mm-hmm. notches mm-hmm. in the belt? I I really think this team should be encouraged by how they performed under pressure. I yeah, think that they, I think that that's one thing that in season tournament kind of does.
1: Um, uh simulate a little bit is like what are these guys like and now, and now you were telling me you were a huge fan of the. i mean we've talked about it before i'm a big like, fan i, I it's could it's a, be it's been a rousing success
0: yeah i couldn't be happier with it and i think that the league needs to start like almost punishing players who are like pissed off guys are shooting at the end of the games like you're not yeah, paying dude, attention to there, what this is martin rosen been... was like i know that there's a point differential and it's still mean it's like yeah. you're an idiot this yeah. is like this, these guys are balling for the, yeah it's just like no check,
1: man dude you have to – you know, Dame, Dame <clears throat> Lillard came out and he talked about this. He said, look, we take the in-season tournament seriously because there are guys on this roster who are on two ways, who are on minimums, right? These guys – I mean, it's not you – know, if you're an NBA player of any sort, what is life-changing money really, right? Yeah. But regardless, it's 500K. And, yeah. and, and the guys at the end of these rosters, the end of these benches, these guys on two ways getting being shuttled back and forth between their G League teams and the main roster – They could use that money like that. That will help. That will help them. And I think that is the philosophy with a lot of teams. I think a lot of teams have a lot of these guys on a lot of these teams have realized like, oh, yeah, this this could be a difference maker for a lot of dudes. That's what they're playing for. And also for that fucking trophy. I want that trophy.
0: Yeah, that's what I want. I want to be I mean, if De'Aaron Fox, this is something I've been talking about with people is like already got clutch player of the year, Mm -hmm. three in season tournament wins. Mm hmm a championship, yeah. an MVP, an in-season tournament MVP. These are things Michael Jordan's never done. Yes, exactly. And these move us up the goat ladder if we're De'Aaron Fox. So I'm rooting for that for those reasons. I think De'Aaron Fox could solidify himself by the end of the in-season tournament mm-hmm. as maybe 1A, 1B with Michael Jordan. Right. So yeah. that's, 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 Le- that's, that's really what this is all about. Within that same breath, LeBron James has three in-season tournament wins. Right. And a couple more accolades over De'Aaron Fox. So, we, you know, we need the in-season tournament win against the Lakers to really mm-hmm. push. Right. Because what is more important than the in-season tournament to this point in the season? Nothing. Nothing. So, in terms little, of the you know, pressure, De'Aaron Fox is cooking with
1: under pressure right exactly. now. Yep. And it's shining. So who who cares about finals? Really simple scenario for the Kings on Tuesday against the Warriors. By the way, genius, genius scheduling by the NBA. Having the Warriors and the Kings play in the last in-season tournament group game. Back in Golden 1. Back at Golden 1 Center. The Mecca, as they call it. Yeah, everybody knows that that's where real hoops is played. (laughs) Golden 1 Center in the heart of downtown (laughs) Sacramento. Yes. Um, Pretty simple. The Kings win, they're in. Yeah. Okay, so that's one scenario. Now the Kings could still lose and still get in. Um, it really just depends on point differential. As of right now, though, the Kings are plus twenty nine point differential. Essentially, they would have to get blown out, and then Minnesota and Minnesota would have to. I I, I think Minnesota would have to win in order to get that into a three way tiebreaker with yeah. the Warriors, and then you know, wait. Is there
0: a wild card from each division?
1: Yeah. So there's a wild card from each conference. Okay. And it's just the team with the best record. And then after that, the tiebreaker is point differential. Right now, it, it appears to be Phoenix. Okay. So. So the
0: Kings would need to lose not only the game on Tuesday, but also by a wide margin mm-hmm, to be mm-hmm. bumped out of first place of their division. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. So
0: basically, what it and comes down to is who's who's the leading point differential that isn't leading their division
1: right now. I believe it's Phoenix. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, because Phoenix, Phoenix
0: is in that yeah. Lakers division. Yeah.
1: So, you know uh pretty simple though like you, you you control your own destiny if you're the kings just just win the game on t- just yeah. please for the love of god that'd be awesome would really be nice to beat the warriors
0: dude i mean the kings would then no no nba championships but a couple summer leagues championships mm-hmm. and then an in-season tournament win that would be awesome i mean we would be the title we you know it's, did you watch wrestling at all when you were growing up uh, dude yes it's like never winning the the belt but you mm-hmm. got the intercontinental championship 13 when did you times. stop watching wrestling um, I stopped watching wrestling in, like, 2009, okay.
1: yeah. Do you remember CM Punk at all? Of course, dude. You yeah, I came, came back?
0: back at Survivor Series. Dude. That's the funny thing is I follow it, like, nostalgically. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I would not flip on some mm-hmm. Survivor Series, but, like, the idea that there's Survivor Series matches happening, like, yeah. It, it makes my blood flow you yeah know
1: I, mean? I i have not followed it very closely since probably 2013 2014 yeah um you know by that point i was in my 30s when i
0: was watching oh. wrestling cm punk was uh coming up on the ecw yeah he reboot. was on ecw yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 i used to watch him versus like sabu yeah. i was a big sabu fan <laughs> yeah
1: him versus like tommy dreamer tommy dreamer sure yeah the sandman uh, the sandman <laughs> yeah, yeah i love um, ecw uh holy shit yeah holy shit yeah our rvd too <laughs> yeah that. fuck yeah um but no, nah, yeah, I, I'm definitely usually don't tune in, but my friends were talking about it and I was just like, All right, and one of my buddies, shout out to my guy Alex, he called it. It was like it was like at noon on Saturday, he said, Cult of personality is gonna hit at Survivor Series tonight and it's gonna hit like crack. And like up until the moment where he actually came out, we all thought it was it was done. It was Jover. He's not showing up. The big return that night was apparently just gonna be Randy Orton, right? Yeah. then his music hits and it's just like a huge oh pop. my god the pop was insane yeah and and he uh he and a couple other friends in my in this group text that i'm in they, they, they were like oh like you know we're locked in we're, we're watching survivor series you know i was more locked in on the fact that uh, i'm a cow bears i'm wearing a, i mean i'm you know for, yeah. for those of you watching the video if you're wearing a berkeley sweater right now i'm a huge cow fan and Cal beat UCLA on Saturday night in order to gain bowl eligibility. So they're probably going to go to like the Pop-Tarts Bowl or something like yeah, that. Sure. So big shout out to them. So I was more locked the, in on that. The
0: in-season tournament of bowls. Ascent,
1: yeah, essentially. <laughs> yes, that basically was it. It was essentially a quasi like play-in game to get to a bowl. Yeah. And I was more locked in on that. But Survivor Series was about to wind down as the Cal game was going to start. And so my friends were talking about it. And I was like, well, I have, you know, it's on Peacock. I was like, I'll, I'll put it on.
0: Oh, it was free to watch? I, don't uh, know, I mean, get... like,
1: yeah, if you have Peacock, WWE oh, Network shit. like comes with it. Yeah. Oh, I so thought it still
0: costs the, money now.
1: Technically, it does, but if you have Peacock, then it just is included in it.
0: So oh, interesting. No, I thought good. that, like, WWE was an add-on to Peacock now because oh, I have no, Peacock. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, shit. it's just
1: nice. – you have the base version. and you Nice. Have, yeah. So, uh-huh. I put it on just in time for that last match, which was called the War Games match. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, dude, I, I was, like, about to just completely tune out because I had the – I had Survivor Series on my iPad and the cow came on my TV – and I was, I was like pretty close to just like swiping out of the app on, on my iPad. And then I, and then I hear the music. Yeah. And I'm just like, what yeah. the fuck? That's badass. And I fucking lost it, dude. Like yeah. my friend took a screenshot of our reactions in our group text and he tweeted it out. And it's just us like sending gibberish into the chat. Like, that's awesome. For like 20 consecutive messages. Yeah. So CM yeah. Punk rules. Yeah, yeah he, he
0: does. Was, he was awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, you want to give us some plugs. What what do you got going on where can um, people find you working people see?
1: Man, oh man. I just uh just want to sh- yeah, just definitely want to shout out the Midtown guys again, man. Yeah. That was a great event that they put on on so Saturday cool. the King so swap. Cool. So, uh, I'm sure you guys saw Drew and I posting about it a lot. Um if you couldn't make it out this time, definitely try to make it out the next time. Absolutely. Some of the most ruthless shit I've ever seen. Kids getting presents Kids stolen getting their from shit them. Smashed, like, yeah. it was just a kid a
0: kid got a a jersey, Debo. Yeah, from him. man. And then put on right in front and of him. And then a Brian li- Grant, thirty-three. A Brian Grant, black number Kings thirty-three
1: jersey. classic, ninety-six to two thousand two jersey. Yeah, put on right in front. Right of on,
0: him. right in front of him. Said, "Give me that shit." Yeah, go, he, go get a new gift. He
1: literally got bullied for that. It, was, it was mean,
0: but hey, yeah. it was it was a good time and uh yeah we're definitely doing more of them uh and also if you have like a different venue where you're like you guys should do one here mm-hmm. throw it out to us we'll talk yeah. to the people yeah. uh we want to do as many of them as possible yeah so. i
1: guess by extension also shout out to greg greg yeah greg cotta is greg cotta the man owner of Seasons. if you haven't been to seasons coffee if, yeah, if you're in Sacramento, go to Seasons go Coffee. To, go to Seasons coffee. That place is so good. If you're like,
0: why would I go to Seasons Coffee? Why, I don't drink coffee. Well, I might be running comedy shows there soon, so come see a yeah, show. Yeah, that, that might attention. also be a thing. Sources have
1: told me that that, that yes, is.
0: Yes, were, we're in preliminary yeah, discussions.
1: That, that there are preliminary discussions yeah. there. So There's yeah. a Woj tweet that says the Kings <laughs> are in conversation <laughs> for Demonis Sabonis. But shout out to Greg, man. Just, just the best. Yeah. Um, yeah, great event. Shout out to Midtown guys, Darren, Derek, all, all those dudes. Yeah, they just, absolutely. Yeah, those, those guys are awesome. And shout out to everybody who showed up. Shout um, out Belgium. Too while we're at it, and yeah, and, and once again, shout out to the country of Belgium. <laughs> um, you can get
0: me on Instagram at Drew Rapture's dumb. Uh, I've not been posting anywhere very frequently. I've been kind of offline. Mm. I've been growing my hair out, meditating. Yep. I've been going. I've been going full shaman. So yeah, and I'm i trying to become it. the sublime one.
1: Um, last thing I'll plug is um. Sagafra. Um, oh, okay. I don't. I don't think the union members are happy with the contract that I, that they tentatively agreed to. Is that true? We might be going back on strike. Oh, is that true? That may. That may. Are be you a breaking news on the podcast? Uh, <laughs> I'm not. It's. It's out there. Okay. Um. Because they released the full draft of the, the tentative agreement, and there's still some weird AI language that they need to get rid of. So. Interesting. Um, shout out to. So shout out to. I'm not even in the union yet. i I'm, I'm. I'm. I've abstained from joining for now because I want. You've been. Dra- they have your draft rights. They do. Yes, they do. Because literally, the next union job I work, they're, they'll be like, bitch, you better pay us your, you know, whatever the initiation fee is. Yes. Um, but shout out to my union, my future union. They're, they're, they're fighting for us. Um, really, really hope this gets resolved. It's like, we all just want to go back to work. Um, but I if,
0: nobody wants to work anymore. That's what my uncle said. At okay, so that is also <laughs> true, but also, but you know, in this case, but everyone this does want to work really these badly. These People want to work. <laughs> these actors want to work.
1: Um, so I guess shout out to SAG-AFTRA. Hopefully, hopefully that 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 gets done. Um, I, I feel bad for the people who you know have, have like kind of gotten back to work. Yeah. Um, and. Are maybe about to not be able to work anymore, but that that vote is coming soon. Hopefully, that gets all resolved. Um, so shout out to SAG-AFTRA, and then yeah, you can find me on Instagram jru.e. Same thing for Threads, and then on Twitter, of course, it's that local guy. The O is a zero, and just hope everybody has a great post Thanksgiving week. Yep. And can't believe it's almost take December it easy.
0: Don't work too hard. Remember Christmas breaks right around the corner and your boss doesn't do anything for you for that. Yep. All it does is give you a bonus that gets
1: taxed to hell by the government. Yes, exactly. So don't work. Hard. Yeah, exactly. Just don't work hard. Watch, work hard.
0: watch this podcast on your work computer. Mm-hmm. If, if, there's only going to be a couple seconds after this sentence, but if so, pull it up on YouTube on your work computer right now and finish the podcast yes,
1: yep. while you're at work. And if you're at Golden One Center on Tuesday night, if the Kings win or if they simply advance to the knockout round, we're burning trash on the oh, nice. turf in front of the arena. Meet us outside. It's going to okay. be pretty cool.
0: Good. I'm sure this the Kings will love that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.